0: The Ducks won a game. Hallelujah. Can you believe it? They finally won a regulation game.
1: No, I can't.
0: You can't believe it? No. No?
1: I think you're lying to me.
0: I'm not lying. Hmm. We'll talk about that on today's Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network.
1: Your Locked On Ducks. Your daily podcast on the Anaheim Ducks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. So so this is Locked On Anaheim Ducks, and that is... Carrick milk? I don't know what it is, but the, the it's that.
0: Thank you, Sam Carrick.
1: For your maple milk? It's really good. What is it so that I don't keep lying on the podcast?
0: It is maple water.
1: Same difference.
0: Yeah. Anyway, welcome to Lockdown Anaheim Ducks, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. That's I'm Avampato. I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez, covering hockey for a decade. We've both been covering hockey for a long time.
1: I guess. Yeah. 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 A while. You know what I haven't seen? What? In all the years I've been covering hockey? What? A team go 19 straight games without a regulation win.
0: Yeah, it's been it's been a while. Yeah. Yeah. Good job. Yeah, the Ducks did the thing. So, those of you listening and watching might have noticed that my voice is a little, you know, a little hoarse.
1: He was yelling at the Ducks too much, um and that comes with significant health warnings.
0: Yeah. Yeah, being, being a fan of this team, or covering this team, or any capacity of just watching this team, yeah. is not exactly safe for your health.
1: Surgeon General warning, don't watch the Ducks, or you end up like this.
0: Yeah. And you gotta drink some water. But, hey, the Ducks finally did a thing. They they won. They did. In regulation. They did. They almost tied a record with Phoenix
1: yeah i like i'm i'm actually trying to figure out what would have been funnier though tying that terrible record like although having just watched the rangers like the night before or whatever play the kings i was like all right well either the ducks are going to just lose like eight to nothing or and of course this is what happened the ducks win yeah um I mean, you all like no disrespect to Yaroslav Halak, but he his best days are behind him.
0: Yeah, yeah. This this is not the same goalie the King saw. No, no. The King saw a Vesna winning goalie.
1: Right. Disgusting.
0: The Ducks, the Ducks did not. No, you got a guy. Yeah. I mean, look, let's let's talk about this game in general. Um over some of the biggest takeaways on this game? I'll I'll give one big takeaway. Um, John Gibson,
1: you took my takeaway.
0: Sorry. I'll, I'll let you talk about that takeaway then. Cause I mean, that's
1: really all I had. My takeaway's just going to be John Gibson. Bless his heart. Why hasn't he murdered his teammates yet?
0: <laughs> he hasn't gotten the taser yet.
1: Yeah, like, it was a great performance from him. I feel like if he's angling to get traded somewhere, there's your uh, highlight reel to go show other teams.
0: Yeah. How about that save?
1: The, the desperation stick thing. Yeah. Yeah. It was good.
0: It was. He had a few saves like that. Yeah. I mean, that was nice. Yeah. What else can we talk about as far as John Gibson goes? I mean, that's all I got. John Gibson? John Gibson. Yeah. Yeah. He was was magnificent. 41 saves. I still can't believe they won.
1: So many saves. Why do you make him work so hard?
0: It's not me. It's a Ducks defense.
1: Why did why do they make him work so hard?
0: Um Dry's out. Yeah. So it doesn't help. Yeah. Kevin Shattenkirk. John Klingberg. Not playing well. Oh god. Okay. You saw the you saw the highlight of that. Yeah. How bad was John Klingberg?
1: I mean, it could always be worse.
0: How could it be worse? He
1: could have scored on his own net.
0: Okay, but one, that was a bad turnover we had yeah. in the neutral zone. That resulted in a Rangers goal, so it's almost as bad. But he hasn't been the guy that the Ducks hoped for, Yeah, has he?
1: No. And is that a product of John Klingberg being bad, or is it a product of where he's playing and not being necessarily set up for success? Ooh. What? Like, if we airlift John Klingberg and we put him back on the Stars, who are, like, legitimately good this year would he look like old John Klingberg? Or was there something all these teams didn't know or knew that the rest of us didn't know whenever he couldn't get a real deal and had to sign for a year with the Ducks?
0: That's a good question. Considering how good Dallas has been this season, considering where they're at right now, which is in first place, Mm -hmm. I'm inclined to think it's probably the John Klingberg revolt. I do think that... Maybe their system is better suited for him. Mm-hmm. Um I think him playing under Coach Eakins is not doing him right. any favors yeah. whatsoever.
1: Yeah, because I feel like you see that a lot with, like, players who, for whatever reason, the system they're in just isn't suiting them anymore. Like, their game has changed, but the system, like, it, it's like any like, I'll use the Kings as my example. Anytime someone leaves the Kings... And, you know, they look miserable for three seasons and then they go to another team and suddenly, you know, it's Tyler Toffoli. Like, (laughs) you know, it's, it's, is it, is it the new system? Is it like a change of scenery? Like, or you get the guy who leaves, you know, like, I'm going to bet on myself and I'm going to go to free agency and then looks like garbage at the next team. And is it like, okay, was your goodness a product of the team you played on? What do you look like taken out of that context? I'll give
0: an example to kind of roll it back to the stars. Josh Manson.
1: Mm, yeah.
0: Yeah. Manson playing in Colorado.
1: Yeah.
0: Thriving in Colorado.
1: Yeah.
0: Beating the crap out of, you know. Yeah. What's his face?
1: Yeah.
0: Jamie Benn. Yeah. Who plays for? Dallas. Yeah. Yeah, it, it is sometimes a product of you're just in a better system. Yeah. And Manson's thriving. So, like, Manson did well in Anaheim. Mm-hmm. He's doing better in Colorado. Right. Klingberg not doing so well in Anheim.
1: I mean, here's Jack Johnson. Oh,
0: that's good. Like
1: actually, like that's
0: good. He's
1: not good, but you watched him with Colorado, and they knew they knew what to do with him. Yeah. Like the coaching staff there knew what his weaknesses were and were honest about his weaknesses, and were able to shelter him in a way that like he was only asked to do Jack Johnson things, which is basically. Stand. He's 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 twenty 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 two Rob Scuderi Stand in front of the net. Don't let the puck go.
0: <laughs> so, do you think it's a matter of the Ducks not being honest about their weaknesses on their defensemen? Maybe. Pro-
1: probably. I think there's there's probably something going on there. Of or not even maybe not even necessarily that, but just like, aren't good at, knowing how to best, use people. Maybe. Yeah.
0: I mean that's been Dallas Eagan's tenure. Yeah. The whole time. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We gotta hit a break, but first we gotta talk about Bet Online. Right. Which is the one place that has you covered and the one place that we trust Bet Online has you covered with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. And what sports do they have at Bet Online?
1: Uh literally everything. So if you are a fan of any sport, you can find it on Bet Online. It's baseball, basketball, football. Boxing, baseball's dead to us. I, I, that's not my problem. Um, like any anything, MMA stuff. I like if they don't have the dog show as a thing you can bet on on Bet Online. Like they should, because that would be opening up. If bet Online people, if you're listening to this, international dog show thing, like opening up your your product to a whole new world of people who maybe <laughs> aren't sports betting. But would totally bet on like the little fat Frenchie or something.
0: No, 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 not the Frenchie. No, I gotta give it for the bulldog. Yes. Oh, well, I mean they're a little. No, but also, how about the Australian Shepherd? I mean, look, looked really good. Was it fluffy? A little bit.
1: Well, then it look, perfect. It
0: looks cute. Yes.
1: So, like, yeah. it, in in my ideal world, you could bet on that on on Bet Online. Uh, for right now, I think you're, you're limited to like sports with actual yeah humans. Yeah. Yeah.
0: BetOnline online is the official online sportsbook of the Locked On Podcast Network, and please gamble responsibly, folks. Welcome back to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm Jason. That's Sarah. Troy Terry. Yes say it.
1: No, I know. I, I will not be goaded into saying it. It only comes out organically. Okay. Troy Vachkin.
0: <laughs> I almost drank this and spit it out.
1: You're welcome. <laughs> but,
0: I mean, God, that goal was beautiful. Yeah. How did he get that off first off?
1: Because he's a good hockey player.
0: How many guys were around
1: him? All like, of them. Like, like four yeah. Rangers. It was like, actually the reverse Of that play from the game, the Jets won against the Ducks, where Cal Connor scored, and literally all five Ducks were surrounding him in a circle, and he still managed to get that shot off and scored. This was like that only
0: reversed. Yeah, he got the Uno reverse card on that one, (laughs) because Troy Vetchkin got past one defenseman on the neutral zone, then cut through the blue line, and there's four other Rangers waiting, and none of them could stop him no that was also a brilliant shot yeah I mean he picked that corner well yeah and this is really the Troy Terry appreciation hour because he's been that guy for the Ducks so far this season I still think he can get 90 points maybe 100 hmm I don't know what do you guys think out there do you think Troy Terry can get 100 points this season
1: are they thinking about it when was the last time the Ducks had a 100 point score
0: Oh, this has been a while. I want to say with Solani. Really? It's been a while.
1: Oh, yikes. Yeah. That's, that's, um, that's rough. But I think it would be funny if Troy D- Terry did it. Like, that'd be great. Um, well, I don't know when
0: the last 50 goal scorer was. Yeah. That was, um, the warm. Oh. Yeah, Corey Perry.
1: <laughs>
0: Can you believe it's been that long?
1: Yeah, I, that's horrific. The passage of time is disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. What's your point? Nothing.
0: Nothing. I mean, mean, look, there's been some great players on the Ducks. Have they had one? It's been a while. No, Tammy Solani. Wow. All the way back in 1999. And
1: those are literally the only, like, they weren't even the, the they were still the Mighty Ducks. Yeah. That's...
0: Only two guys.
1: That's... Fascinating.
0: Want to read off the other one?
1: Um, obviously it's Paul Korea. Yeah, obviously. That's really it. Yeah, that's kind of. I mean, I get. I mean, I guess having a hundred point season is rarer than like you you think it is. But I mean, I mean, you know, the the kings on here are like Luke Robitaille, you know. So it's not like it's it's not happening for my guys either. You know, I can't I can't get on the ducks for that one. But that that's. I, I feel like there should have been someone. Did, like, Getzloff ever get close?
0: I think Getzloff, I think Getzy had, like, almost a 90 somewhere. Yeah. Uh, Perry had a 90 plus. Yeah. When he got that 50 goal. Yeah. Season. And I honestly thought that Corey Perry was going to get it at
1: that time. Yeah.
0: But, you know, he he won the MVP that year anyway. Yeah. Yeah. He, was, he was the guy.
1: Corey Perry, man.
0: What's wrong with Corey Perry? The warm.
1: I, I'm so glad that he's on. Is he still with Tampa? Yep. Okay. I'm glad he's over there.
0: And the closest Ryan Getzloff got was 91 points.
1: That's that's close.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, we could have a 90 point score. Yeah. Could join Ryan Getzloff on that list. Could yeah. join Corey Perry on that list. Yeah. Solani Curia, obviously. There's some good guys.
1: Yeah. And I, th- I mean, I feel like it's a good, it's a fun time. For Ducks fans, because you, you can say to me, oh, like, I think that Troy Terry could compete for a, you know, ninety hundred point season. And like, I'd buy that. But you could also say to me, maybe not this year, but in a couple years, like Trevor Zegers is going to compete for a hundred point season. Uh, Mason McTavish is like on his way to it. Like, and I'd buy it. Like, I feel like oh, I, you have the horses to do it.
0: I 100% believe that Trevor Zegers can get a hundred point season in his yeah. career. Like, yeah, that's not even like BSing. Yeah. Like, I believe it. Yeah. Because look at the creativity that both Ziegris mm-hmm. and if they stay on the same line. Right. Oh my god. Yeah. They could do what Korea and Solani did that one year, ninety nine, where they both got a hundred.
1: Yeah. I like it. It could happen. I like it. Don't King's Fan you didn't hear that from me, but um that'd be fun.
0: It would be fun for the Ducks. I mean it's been twenty two years.
1: Yeah. Well, it's time. Ooh. Wait, how old's Trevor Ziegris? Twenty Was he alive the last time? The Ducks
0: had a 100
1: point player.
0: I don't think he was. Like, Trevor Zegras was born in 2001, so Trevor Zegras was not alive. The last, oh, that makes me a little bit sad. He was not alive the last time the Anaheim Ducks had a 100 point score. Oh man.
1: That's just say it terrifying. <laughs>
0: And hilarious, yeah.
1: Also, also hilarious.
0: Uh oh, it's kind of great. I, yes. <clears throat> By the way, Troy Terry, averaging over over a point a game. He's on an eighty-four point pace right now, but I think he can pick it up. Like I yeah. believe he can get ninety.
1: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And I mean, I feel like at like, it's one to say like he can only do so much. So it's like at, as the rest of the team goes, so does he. Yep. Um, so I, I think a lot of his success is going to depend on, you know, that they, they avoid another 19 game stretch where they're not winning regulate, like regulation games. Like, yeah, but I, I, it could be, it could be possible. It'd be fun. And like, wasn't, wasn't just like three seasons ago, people were like, trade this guy. He's a bust. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I hope you feel bad now if you were one of them. Oh my God.
0: I, I hated that. Because I was definitely a Troy Terry defender. Yeah. Like, you you yeah. know I was a Troy yeah. Terry defender. And I was like, he's going to bust out this year. He's going to bust out. He's going to be the guy. Yeah.
1: He's just a late, a little bit of a late bloomer. Yeah. Because he's, how old is he now? He's like 25. 25. Yeah. 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 So he just, and then, you know, knowing that this is around where hockey players reach their peak, like the average player, like, you're seeing the best of Troy Terry over the next couple of years.
0: Mm-hmm. And I will continue to defend Troy Terry to the end of time, by the way. Continually. Yeah. Yep. All right. We got to head into a second admission. And, you know, it's Thanksgiving today. So instead of talking about the Ducks. Yeah. I mean, still a little bit of Ducks, but kind of talk about what we're thankful for and what Ducks fans should be thankful for. So fun.
1: Trevor Segrist. Yeah. Case closed. Yeah.
0: We'll get to that on the other side. How's it going? Think, it's Thanksgiving.
1: Uh, yes. You know what that means? If you're not listening to this on Thursday Thanksgiving, um, just pretend that you are.
0: Yeah. And if you are, happy Thanksgiving. Yeah. Or maybe you're listening on Black Friday, who knows?
1: Yeah. Or you're Canadian and all of this is meaningless to you. Yeah,
0: exactly. We have a lot of Canadian fans, by the way. We, we love the Canadians
1: around yeah. here. Yeah.
0: They're, they're cool. So, I mean, I do want to talk about what the Ducks should be thankful for first. I mean, I know it seems like there's not a lot to be thankful for. They're in last place, yada, yada, yada. I get that. You know what Ducks fans should be thankful for? They should be thankful that they're playing an actual NHL arena. <laughs> Where they. Yeah, what? Nothing. It's true. It's fine. They're not playing at Mullet Arena.
1: But it's called Mullet.
0: It is. But the ducks is called the Panda. Yeah. Ducks in a pond. Yeah, that's also yeah, pretty funny. It is. I mean, it when it's a full house, it's a fun atmosphere. Yeah, very orange. I just wish they had escalators there.
1: They don't have escalators. Okay. I like. <sighs> I I have been to the Panda, but apparently not in a way that would have made me aware of the fact. I've always sat in the lower bowl.
0: Yeah. They don't have
1: escalators?
0: Okay, so Ducks fans fans have been saying this for years. Why doesn't the pond have escalators? You just have those stairs going up to the 300 club level and the 400 terrace level, and it's all stairs, all four sides, northwest, east, south. It's all stairs. The only way to get up is through the stairs or through the elevators on each side. That's it. There's no escalators.
1: Were they cheap when they made it?
0: It was 1992.
1: Oh, escalators existed in 1992?
0: Yeah, but there weren't a whole lot of arena, or hardly any arenas back then that had escalators.
1: You're owned by, like, you're owned by like Disney.
0: I know, but...
1: I'm if, genuinely shocked to learn this.
0: You know what didn't have escalators to start? The Shark Tank. Really? Yeah. Oh. You know what? I'm going to bring her into this. Oh. There's
1: a dog down there's
0: there. There's a dog down there. Um, the Forum didn't have escalators.
1: Mm, yeah, but I, I mean, the Forum's like old, old.
0: True. Um, gosh, I've been to so many arenas. Apparently, the, the Montreal Forum didn't have escalators. Also old, old. Also old, old. Yeah,
1: like, let, let's talk what <sighs> things built in the 90s that don't have escalators.
0: Phillips Arena.
1: I don't know what that is.
0: Where the Thrashers played.
1: Uh,
0: I mean... But
1: they're gone. A, they're gone. B, everything about that was just a hot mess.
0: Yep. And when I visited there, America West Arena in Phoenix, Arizona, which, by the way, opened the same year as the Pond. hmm And also didn't have escalators.
1: Well, Interesting.
0: Yeah. But then they had that major revamp. So now they have it. So, Ducks, escalators. Huh. It's still better than Mullet.
1: I guess. Fascinating.
0: What else should Ducks fans be thankful for?
1: Um, that you're getting to watch incredibly exciting, fun young players. Um, there's the clip from like, I think I think it was the Rangers game where Trevor Zegers just like bats a puck out of midair to clear it. Like it's stuff like that, that, you know, I feel like for the past several years, like Ducks fans haven't been able to you know it's just been a slog and like i say that as a person who follows and covers a team who also has been enduring its own slog to just get through seasons mm-hmm. and ha- knowing that you know there is at least some sort of light at the end of some sort of tunnel and you're starting to see the product of that now and you're getting yeah. to watch Fun, creative players like Trevor Zegras who are doing things that are getting, yeah, you know, getting the Ducks on like Sports Center or whatever because he does something ridiculous. It's it's. I feel like it's a fun time to, you know, become a Ducks fan if you're new to hockey or to come back to the Ducks if you gave up because you were like this bites or to feel really smug about the fact that you stuck with the team even through all like the mediocre years to be like I've been here all along talking to you about Trevor Zegras. Where have you been, like? I, th- I think it's just fun. It, it's like it's a nice thing to know that, like, regardless of, I mean, yeah, winning is important. Whatever. This is professional sports. Of course, winning is great. But like, you at least get something fun to watch. Like, yeah. and you know, from seeing like the interviews with him after some of those games that they lost, like, this is a kid who like wants to win. He like he has the right attitude.
0: He puts his attitude on his sleeve, or yeah. worse, his emotions on his sleeve. Yeah, it was a game last week where. Trevor Zegers had like the shortest interview, where he just answered, "This sucks." Yeah, like he cares. Yeah, about winning. It's it's going to feel not so much a relief, but validation. Yeah, when the Ducks finally get to some kind of long streak. Yeah, or when they start winning important games. Yeah,
1: that and matter. like and like that's important for like the culture of the team. Because I, I know that there's been a lot of turnover with the veteran players mm-hmm. leaving, getting traded, gets left retiring, and you kind you do kind of wonder sometimes when you get this influx of younger players, you're like, how, how they're obviously going to be the next future leaders of this team. How are they going to stack up? And you see a guy like Trevor Ziegler's who like wants to win, is motivated, is mad when it doesn't go his way. He's not just complacent about like yeah, we lost. Yeah, um, I, I th- it's a good sign for the culture there that they have players like that who are young and who can be, you know, they clearly learned from guys like Getzloff when he, you know, when he was there, and they can be examples to the younger guys coming up still. Um, yeah. Which kind of
0: segues into what else I'm thankful for. I'm thankful yes. that the Ducks are letting Troy Terry do his thing and flourish. I, I am of the belief that Troy Terry is showing those leadership capabilities because he's also cut along that same cloth as Trevor Zegers. He cares when a team loses. He cares when things are going bad, and he wants to will his team to win, which he's done already several times this season. He did it against the Rangers. He's done it already a couple of other times this season where he single-handedly, you know, got the ducks out from the clutches of defeat and got him a victory, like a couple of them, solely because of Troy Terry. Yeah. And he, I feel like he could be that guy. Yeah. And I see the polls every week, like, who should be the captain? I'm of the belief that Troy Terry is a future captain for this team. And he's probably going to want to stick around for the long haul to see the development of this team. Yeah. And Ducks fans should be grateful for this. They should be very thankful to have someone that I think, I think he's already a star in this league. Yeah. He was an all-star last year. I think he'll be the all-star this year for the Ducks. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Because sometimes you get these young players who, and like, this is not like a verbal subtweet (laughs) at anyone. Like, I promise it isn't. But like, sometimes you get these young players who are talented, but don't have the, to steal a word from my day job, the soft skills. They don't necessarily have the leadership or they don't have the attitude. They can put pucks in nets or keep them out of nets or whatever. But you need both, I feel like, to be. Especially on a team that is in the middle of sort of a rebuild, culture change, whatever, like you have to have both. You can't just have the kid who scores and then and that's, that's it. it.
0: Yeah, yeah, that was that was good.
1: You're welcome. What other
0: small things should Ducks fans be thankful for? I'll I'll, I'll give one that they'll have a top pick coming soon. Yeah, yeah,
1: that'll yeah. be good. What else? Yeah. Um, hmm. The reverse retros are sweet. Oh, those were be nice. thankful that like y'all got it right. Yep. Some teams didn't. Yep. Some some teams <clears throat> Toronto um just basically yeah. looks like their real jersey. That's dumb.
0: Columbus. Columbus Whoa. is rough. No, the the ducks are a top five yeah. reverse retro yeah. jersey.
1: Yeah. So like be thankful for that. I mean I guess don't be thankful for the fact that you have to like fork over your money for it. But yeah. like, you know, that was cool.
0: Yep. See, that's the logo right there. Stick with that logo. Um. Yeah, yeah. I'll just say what I'm thankful for. I'm thankful for, you know, all the fans out there. Thankful for you for helping me on this one a lot because, as you can tell, my voice is a little.
1: I'm like the the what the the e, e, what what's like the pot the e bug, of podcasters. Yes. Like emergency, I'm the e No, I'm. Uh, Emergency Backup Podcaster E e-bup. I'm the ebup for this show. You're welcome.
0: <laughs> that was great.
1: It took it took a while to get to land it, but yeah. I got it. I got there in the end. But
0: I'm thankful so thank you very much. I really appreciate it.
1: You're welcome. Yay.
0: Anything you're thankful for?
1: Um I am thankful for ice cream and dessert in general. Um, I am thankful for um, puppies and thankful that the Kings don't have to play the Ducks for like several months. So I don't have to like watch inevitably like friggin' Mason McTavish probably score hat trick on my team. Yeah. I'm thankful for that. Also like friends and family and all that stuff. Yeah. But
0: yeah, that's, that's obvious. Yeah. 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 Good job.
1: Thank yeah, you. Yeah. You're welcome.
0: Yeah. Um, They can follow you on the Calder Farmstead.
1: Yeah, um, you can find me on Twitter at Right Sarah. W-R-I-T-E Said Sarah with an H. I will occasionally say nice things about Ducks players because they do occasionally do good things. Um, You can find me co-hosting over at the Calder Farmstead where we talk about AHL teams. Uh, Every so often we will talk about the gulls. Uh, And so you'll get to hear about your guys down on the farm. Uh, Mostly I just yell about things on the internet.
0: You can find me on Twitter at StimpyJD, Show's Twitter's at L O underscore Ducks. This podcast is free and available across all platforms. Hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, yada yada yada. Um email locked on anheim ducks at gmail.com. I will attempt to be back tomorrow because the Ducks have a Black Friday game against the Sens. Mm. Maybe they can win two in a row.
1: Ooh, I mean the Sens aren't very good. It could happen. It could happen. Good luck. Thank you. You're welcome.
0: I appreciate that. Yeah. <sighs> That'll do it. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Go eat some turkey. For Sarah and myself, for Locked on Anaheim Ducks, I'm Jason J.D. here in Ennis have a great rest of the day. Have a great Thanksgiving in America. Please continue to be safe out there. Be kind to one another, including all Ducks fans. And Ducks, not turkeys, fly together.
1: Gobble, gobble, gobble.